Hi, this is Randall with Business Partner Blueprint, welcoming you back to another episode of the Blueprint Pros Podcast. And today, I'm so wonderful I can't stand myself. (laughs) Our topic for this episode is, your company is the fighter big corporations need. Now, you might say, well, that that's kind of intriguing. Tell me more. What do you mean by that? This really and truly falls under the category of if you continue to do what you've always done, then you're going to get what you've always got. So big corporations push themselves to look for new ways of doing things that end up becoming more cost effective in terms of generating more revenue, lowering costs, increasing profitability. You know, the same as what you should be doing in your company. So it's less about are they using the same people and doing what they've always done? It's more of, well, do I have a stable set of suppliers, uh, contractors and vendors that can bring continuous improvement to my organization? Really and truly, it's. If I bought it for a dollar today, can I buy it for 97 cents tomorrow? Or more precisely, if the total cost is a dollar, then can I bring the total cost down to 95 cents? The price might actually go up from 75 cents to 80 cents, but the total cost went from a dollar to 95. We're going to talk a a lot more about total cost a little later on, but what I want you to take from that example is the concept of what is the approach that you as a supplier, as a potential provider of goods and services to a large corporation uh, need to bring to the table. And that approach is a fresh way of looking at things. If you're not in the position where you have a fresh way of looking at it, that your, your size, your skill set, your efficiency, your knowledge of the business allows for the exact same job to be done at lower cost. Now, the reality is because diverse suppliers have different life experiences. We just see the world differently. So we always challenge the way things have always been done. We always challenge the status quo. We always think there's got to be a way. Most of our business success, our business career, our business experiences, there's got to be another way. If I do this the same way everybody else has done it, then I'm not going to get any farther ahead. So I've got to do something differently than the way everybody has done it, which is a huge value for a large corporate client. Let me repeat the fact that it's in your DNA to approach things differently. Just instinctively, you know, there's got to be a better way to do something is exactly this skill set that large corporations are looking for and quite frankly that they need um you know once again imagine without innovation 
we'd all still have Model T's. We would have never have gotten airbags, anti-lock brakes, power steering. We'd have uh, we'd have uh, the Model T, and it would have never changed. It's almost like the rubber band. There's not there's not been a whole lot of innovation in the rubber band since one of the first ones have been made. I mean, yeah, they come in different sizes, but they do pretty much the same thing. But that's about it. Uh, cars do different things. Airplanes do different things. Televisions do different things. Cell phones, my goodness, the first cell phone compared to what we have right now. I mean, just innovation on top of innovation on top of innovation. I'll give you an example. One of the companies that um, I used to buy from, it was a chemical company. And what was interesting about this chemical company was there were a whole host of distributors out there. But this company was uh, smaller. It was a female-owned business, a woman-owned business. And um, she she just all of a sudden said, you know, there's got to be a better way to bring product in at lower cost. There's got to be a way to uh, blend product on site. I mean, uh, blend product before it gets to the customer. There's got to be a way to do a whole host of things regarding chemicals that nobody's doing. That was an innovation that she brought to the market and hers is one of the largest uh, chemical distribution companies in the US. She started off with $5,000 in her pocket and um, her company is uh, uh, an eight, no, nine, nine figure company at this point. Nine. All right. She hadn't broken a billion, but her company is huge. And so you start looking at that and you go, well, wow. Okay. I, I give you the example for my company. We were pursuing a large contract. And one of the things that we did was we, we saw where uh, there were some innovations that we had that could uh, work within the company's accounting system. The big boys, they had these uh, huge um, enterprise resource planning or ERP systems, things like SAP and um, um, uh, these big accounting systems and whatnot. And there's a lot of rules and things involved in those, but those rules don't often coincide with what a big customer needs. Not all of those rules are compatible. So one of the things that we were able to do was just say, hey, you, you know, we still have simple processes. Uh, we can take what our big partner does. We can make it simpler so that it fits in with your processes, along with the fact that my company had a different approach towards uh, customer service. We um, we had the approach. Uh, you you you'll you'll hear about this in in literature. People started talking about um, we're customer driven, and I always said no. I'm never customer driven because customer driven means that the customer's always right. I don't. Given that I tend to be a domain expert, a subject matter expert expert in my field, I don't necessarily believe that the customer's always right. Uh, but but I do believe <clears throat> that my role in the customer relationship is to be customer focused, meaning it's my job to help the customer get the best possible outcome. And I have a role as a trusted advisor to share with them when it is, I believe they might be going down the wrong road. And uh, if I really stick to my principle in that, sometimes I just have to walk away because my customer is doing something I can't support. They may be right. I just may not be able to be there with them. And every single customer that I've had has appreciated that approach. They really did. Um, because I was able to share with them why I thought their approach was bad, where I thought 
the um, the pros and cons were of taking that approach. And so that's been a huge differentiator that's helped a lot of my customers chart the path that they needed to take for um, $150, $200 million uh, portfolios, annual portfolios. And so I say that to say that, um, you know, once again, your company is the fighter the big corporations need. Now, obviously, you know, you do things like this respectfully. Um, you, you, you do things uh, diplomatically and tactfully. And uh, clearly you want to show deference that, you know, it ultimately is the customer's choice. But most customers, if you give them a compelling reason why you believe based on your experience, your background, your subject matter expertise, that one particular way of doing something is to their benefit, they're A, going to appreciate it and B, they're going to love you for it. So there are a whole host of things that you are uniquely qualified to bring to your customer. Uh, the, the phrase that's going on, uh, going on right now is, uh, you know, uh, standing in your truth or standing in your power and standing on your truth. This really and truly is what separates um, great suppliers from average and marginal suppliers is really and truly having conviction about the benefit and the value of what um, your company offers to a big company. So I'm going to leave you with that. Your company is the fighter big corporations need and are looking for. And it doesn't matter. That's your competitive edge from now uh, until however big your company gets until your great grandchildren start running it. <laughs> so I'm going to leave it at that for the day. And uh, thank you for tuning in and stay tuned for our next episode. Have a great day.